Oh, good lord. Here we are. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello. Welcome back to Where Are We Growing? Hi, friends. Your it's... planty podcast. Oh, it's been a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. It's Yeah, me and Brandon have spent the whole day together doing stuff. And I was just thinking about it before we came in here. I don't think I have not been alone, like, for, or like, like I haven't been with someone this long then. I left my phone. There we go. We got a little phone delivery. I was like, what's going on? I thought it was Clifford busting the door down. What's going on? There's banging around happening. Um, Yeah, I haven't had like no alone time in this this long amount of time. No, and this is like my day to be alone. Yeah, we're both like, oh my goodness, (laughs) trying to get through it. But, you know, we're surviving. Any fun life updates you want to bring to us, Brandon? Um. Oh, God, you're putting me on the spot. Let's see. What happened to me lately? Well, I did meet a new planty friend that I've briefly mentioned on, I think, episodes. But uh, her uh, username is Plantzilla Minnesota. Kara, she's a lovely angel. We did a really fun plant trade, and I got tons of plants I never thought I would ever own. Mm -hmm. And it was just an absolute treat. So I can't wait for those to grow and to propagate so I can share them. Oh, my God, yeah. It literally, I was just looking at all the plants that I've given you, and they're huge, and I still don't believe that I gave you that Syngonium Albo, but Dead. <laughs> I don't remember giving you that plant, but we'll just agree to disagree. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where I would have had an extra Albo cutting sitting around. I don't remember. I, I think you like literally had freshly cut it and just brought it over. Because I've never chopped mine, so it must have been like an extra one that someone gave I me. Think I, was was, like, I, it, I, I think it was, I think it was after we got the Oreos, or did I just get the Oreo, or did you get one? I got from- one, remember, and I was, I keep showing you it, because it's not doing a damn thing oh yeah and yeah, you're yeah. like don't worry it'll be beautiful and no every single leaf is green you were like sucks. well now that you have an aria here's an elbow i guess <laughs> i can't believe you got an aria before an elbow <laughs> they're kind of expensive like the arias if you actually buy a full plant mm-hmm. they're kind of well, expensive because also i've noticed that because i think i got two cuttings and one of them i don't think is actually an aria oh. where one puts out that true chartreuse every single leaf and the other one it's like chartreuse ish and then it's like whitish and then just green. And then maybe like minty. Maybe. Uh, Syngonium mint. <laughs> Let's just start I'm, making shit up like everybody else does. I'm sure the does. Facebook trolls would love that. <laughs> no, people people are too gullible on the Facebook. Because someone will be like, oh my God, look at my beautiful uh, Thai constellation tiger stripe. What are you talking about? <laughs> Literally, what are you talking about? I think someone brought up to me like, have you heard of a Monstera Albo snow something? I'm just like, no. That is like... Anything, even, I don't even believe in, like, the Snow Queen, like, Marble Queen thing. Like, it's oh, just yeah. a Marble Queen with more light. It is not mm-hmm. a special cultivar whatsoever. Like, my Brazil should be a special cultivar. Oh, my God. The amount of people that's like, oh, my God, Carnival Brazil. I don't know. I don't believe you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I call BS on that one specifically. And also, Cream Splash and Silver Stripe are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you can't be saying that to me as I'm already having a complex over those. He doesn't understand he has a Rio. He keeps thinking his Rio is a cream splash <laughs> or a silver stripe. I'm like, no, that's different. Because it looks like a cream splash, a splash of cream or a silver stripe. It doesn't look like a Rio. What does I, a Rio look like to you? I don't know, you Brazil. No <laughs> oh, my God. Rio? Okay, never mind. Whatever. Once it gets bigger. And not the plant Brazil, the country Brazil. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mine is, like, really big and has some really nice... Uh, like thick color so I can definitely tell the difference but 
Maybe I need to get you another cutting because yours is looking pretty pitiful. But it is growing a lot. Well, and also Eve gave me that cutting. It's really pretty. I've shown yeah. you that, right? Yeah, you just got another one. You got to add to it. But that one seems to be, well, they also root very slowly. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I actually chopped the top of mine one time. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to root so easily. And it actually rotted. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's rude. Even, even when they have roots in the cabinets, mm-hmm. they can a lot of times just... Yeah, very rude. I don't like it. Well, should we get a little bit into what we're going to be talking about today? Highly requested. Yes. Thank you all for requesting this. I don't remember who you are, but we thank you. Yeah. Quite a few people, I'm sure. We're talking about getting your plants ready for springtime. <laughs> Yay. We love springtime. Uh. How many springs have we gone through, do we think, as, like, pretty established plant parents? Only a couple for me, since I've had, like, a a lot of plants. Um, Yeah, usually spring was the time where all my plants had died, and I just buy new ones, and then... And well, I would say anymore. I would say I had twelve years of that. <laughs> well, and last year you put a lot of plants outside, right? Mm-hmm. I need to do that this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous about it, but May fifteenth. May fifteenth. That's uh, when you moved here. No, that's the average day that it gets warm enough oh. that you don't have to bring them back inside. We gotta wait till May. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, you can put them. I put them out earlier, but I remember when I had to frantically bring them in, and then my entire kitchen yeah, was like filled with plants. Who, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> brought them out a little bit too early. I even remember last just. In the fall this last year, people were waiting too long to bring their plants inside. Like, there were several warnings like, hey, it's getting a little bit cold outside, like, consistently cold at night. You should probably bring all your crap inside. Oh, yeah. No, the first day it was under 50. I was like, okay, you're coming all in and yeah. you're not going back out. Yeah. It's it's scary. I haven't done that before. I haven't brought plants outside, um, but I'm committed. I already started a list of plants. I'm like, I know we're going to go outside. Just a little bit nervous for the neighborhood critters. Well, if the squirrels are only messing up one of my, how many plants would you say I had outside? Maybe like 40, 50. You had a lot. You had like shelves of them outside, which was nice. Yeah. And so hopefully this year I can get like a little, little greenhouse hut. Yeah. You, I don't know if this one, this episode's going out before the last one we recorded. Maybe. Yes. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said that there were like walnuts or some shit in your, Mm -hmm. in your pots. Yeah. A squirrel really messed with my ruby necklace and it would dig it up and try to bury like softball size walnut, baseball, (laughs) baseball size walnuts in like a six inch pot. And I just be like, oh, cool. And it happened three times. Thank you for the gift. (laughs) And for ruining my plant. I paid $35 or. Do you remember last summer when you had that big, was it variegated pearls? Oh, yeah. Don't remind scale. me. With the scale? How much was that thing? That thing was huge. That was forty nine ninety nine. <gasps> Shut up. They do have pretty big ones. Not that big, um, but pretty decently sized for 40 bucks at Tangletown right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Brandon got this really big variegated string Massive. Pearls. Like three feet long. It's on my... It's It was one of my most watched TikToks of 2021. Like when you got it or when you mm-hmm. were treating it? Um, when I got it and I was like explaining the string of pearl care while well, I was just holding up a bunch of scale. thousands of scale bugs. <laughs> Look at me getting it in my hair. Well, they were, uh, I, we've all done that. Like holding up a plant that we had no clue had bugs all over. I it. thought it was just oh, sticky cause it flowered. Yeah. If you guys have sticky sap all over your plants, I'd be on the lookout. Like not the <laughs> extra floral nectaries, the EFNs on like philodendrons and stuff. Um, more specifically like a plant that's not supposed to be sticky. I'd be on the lookout for the scale. Yeah, because it had so many flowers. And I've heard that, like, some plants, when they flower, they, like, get sappy. And I was like, oh, it must just be the dozens of beautiful cinnamon-smelling flowers. No. No. (laughs) Scale. 
Oh, so gross. And they really like coat like one specific area. Like yeah, it wasn't was like in like chunks. a few strands. Yeah, I was like yeah. I had that all over my Philadelphia Rojo Congo. I feel like I never shut about shut up about this plant, but I really miss my big Rojo Congo that had scale. It was the first time I ever had scale. Well, I had scale on <laughs> I had scale on a bunch of cacti, but I didn't really know. But as I learned about it a little bit more, I like, you know, when you're reading it and then you look over at a plant and you're like because oh, no. with the string of pearls, there was so much scale. It just looked like, you know, when the stems get a little woody. woody yeah. That's what I thought like it was. The stem was brown, but no. it was covered in them. Covered. And you Remember, I was like scraping them and they were like. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, I don't know how you're touching it. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like popping pimples. So. Oh, my God. That's so nasty. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like um, bugs freak me out, but I think mealybugs and scale like gross me out the Mealy most. bugs really gross me oh out. Oh, my God. Ew. The thought of them makes. Well, because scale doesn't really move. Like you can see mealy oh, bugs yeah. like you can see crawling, <laughs> and then their little like tendrils of hair. I'm like what? <laughs> well, they look so gross when they clump together, and it's just like a big fuzzy thing. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's bugs like growing up in the country that like do that. Like not, mm-hmm. not. I'm sure maybe they are mealy bugs. I don't know, but it was so gross. Nasty. Well, if we're looking at the little guide I made, Brandon has no idea what we're talking about, really. Yeah. But what do you think pros and cons are bringing plants outside then, given what we just talked about? Well, I would say it frees up space. It makes care a lot easier. The All the good bugs outside like to do the work for you, so you don't have to worry about pests as much. You do have to worry about, like, spiders and squirrels and things that aren't necessarily mm-hmm. going to eat your plants. Mm-hmm. But, like, ladybugs will eat the aphids. Like, it's, it's rare that an putting a tropical plant outside in the if you have the right conditions because mm-hmm. basically it's like they're supposed to be outside mm-hmm. they will be healthy they will defend themselves but um we just got to be careful for like the spiders because we had i had a lot of spiders in my plants oh yeah ew and when i get nervous about what i'm going to be bringing inside because you know i don't like the bugs like even good bugs if they're coming inside i feel like i need to bring all the plants that were outside all summer like in the shower and like hose them all off before oh yeah they... i did that and then i did a big pest treatment so i'm going to also do a pest treatment with them all before i put them outside mm-hmm. good plan and did you think you noticed like a huge jump in growth compared to like the ones that were chilling in your bedroom um Yes. The ones that were outside, like by the end of the summer, I'm excited this year because I'm going to have a lot of plants on moss poles mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see them climb yeah, outside. We're, we're trying to get some big leaves. Yeah. We're trying to get some big mama plants in the works. Yeah. That's um, my, I have a big melanocrysum on the back patio. Oh my God. That would be cool. I get so nervous though for like something um, velvety that just seems a little bit more touchy. I don't know. Like what if the wind knocks it over and then splat? <laughs> I dropped my El Chaco like down the stairs one time. <laughs> she did not like me. She dropped two leaves just because of that. And she didn't like come even come out of the pot. Remember when that was there was that big windstorm and it knocked over my giant <gasps> monster on the front? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Wait, didn't I like pull up one time and I was like, Your monsters tipped over again? <laughs> <laughs> the things just kept tipping over it. I think you had a big like Tretoscantia out there. Wasn't that like Well, a- I'll have to get some like big uh terracotta pods to put things in. Yeah, I need to have them grounded because we get some pretty intense weather here in the summer. You know, never know what's going to be coming. <laughs> um, and I forget, did you have any issues with sunburn when you were bringing them out there? Yes, a lot of issues with sunburn. And I think that's the reason a lot of, because I brought out my more, because it was the first time I'd ever brought tropical plants outside. So I brought ones that were hardier, didn't necessarily mean quite as much to me. So like a lot of them like just roasted, like just a couple hours in the sun, poof. 
Oh, no. My big monstera lost a couple leaves. She recovered nicely, though. Um, I wouldn't even know. Skindapsis picked, Skindapsis picked us. That one oh, got yeah, really that got burnt. Crusty. Wasn't that right in front, too? Mm-hmm. And it was like, mm, I'm dying. Yeah. yeah, so I guess we got to be really careful about bringing things outside and making sure they're chilling in the shade for a while before coming out into the into the light. Yeah, just full, full shade if possible. Yeah, just scooting them over. Like a little bit day by day. Because then remember as like it would get later into the summer, I had to like move them further and further back. So like the sunset wouldn't scorch them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The West lighting here gets very intense. Um, we even have to be careful about our West facing windows. I mean, some of us, some of us get good light. Some of us don't. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get really like, I guess finally the clouds have been gone. So we finally have actual light coming in and I've like my apartment or not apartment where do i live a house looks you know very benji-esque with the sun sun whatever the heck is sunset coming in well, it's always a dark cave here I, I will say that one window in the living room mm-hmm. that western sunset light just beams straight in your eye and then disappears <laughs> oh, i hate it but i love it well moving on from having plants outside i feel like something that people get really intimidated about that we have to do come spring summertime is fertilizing yay (laughs) so fun there's a lot of different ways to fertilize i feel like some people have their strong opinions about them i don't know i'm pretty chill with fertilizer i just don't really like the fertilizer sticks yeah that you put well i've i've learned i've learned a lot Mm -hmm. over the last week about fertilizer um like i said my little plant hangout she's uh very Mm sciencey and knows like a lot of very intense science things and i was like trying to dive into it and she's like oh yeah like this is why mpk is good but like there's all these other things that like this is why you're you'd be having yellowing leaves on this plant and i'm like i have yellowing leaves on that plant like just like (laughs) crazy little things like magnesium Mm -hmm. and calcium and so many other things. So I'm I now feel like a newbie, even though I'm not necessarily a newbie newbie about yeah. fertilizing. But I don't get into the what are those like the chemicals or not chemicals, the nutrients, mm-hmm. minerals, whatever. Supplemental fertilizers. Yeah, because we think about phosphorus, potassium, and nitrogen. That's usually what's in the basic fertilizers. But then those those other things like calcium, magnesium, other things to think about going into the plants because there are like fertilizers but there's still like other types of nutrients that people add in they're like oh yeah well that's fertilizer but that's not like everything you need and I'm like what the hell I gotta be like double feeding this plant like a bunch (laughs) of different things I'm very like lazy I just want like an all-in-one I don't like having to use a bunch of different products it's too much I don't know about you I'm very I like to be very chill with it and usually, if I have, like, a liquid fertilizer, I just, like, add a couple drops into my watering can and then just water the plant. I'm doing no measurement measurements. Oh, yeah, no. Because I, I usually mix up three gallons of water at a time with my fish tank water, so I'll take, mm-hmm. like, just one scoop of fertilizer, throw it in, and be like, this is good. See, I don't water a lot of my plants at one time. And every time I fill up, like, a big jug and I go around and start feeding the plants, I'm like, well, none of you guys are thirsty, so what am I supposed to do with this now? <laughs> I water, I feel like everything individually, it's like almost, it feels like every plant has its specific watering day, but there's only seven days a week and I definitely have more than seven plants. So I don't know how that works. See, I need to do it all one and done. I can't. can't, That's too much of a chore. I can't do it all together because not the plants aren't all thirsty together. 
because I'd be watering them at every different time. Yeah, mine have, I, I think mine, mine have like separated into three separate cycles where I used to have it all in one cycle. And I'm like, really? You all had to betray me like this? I think I have to take it like section by section. Like I'm going to go in this corner and just check on these or I'm just going to check on this cabinet or just this shelf. Or sometimes I'll just go in the grow tent. Like I'm not going around the plant room at all. I'm just focusing on the grow tent and I usually have to water all those together. Well, it's because I hyper-focus on one task. I'm like, I have to hyper-focus on watering. If I water one plant, i got to water them all. What did you do with that cutting you brought home? What one? Just now? Yeah. I just threw it in my room. I actually threw it at Cece, and then I realized that she didn't appreciate that. <laughs> I was like, you didn't just leave it on the counter, right? <laughs> I did, but I left it in its uh, paper towel. Nice. A damp paper towel. That's all we need. Just a damp paper towel and some hope. Preferably a bounty paper towel, which was unfortunately not the paper towel I was in. <laughs> I'm very picky with my paper towel. So usually when you're fertilizing, do you think about how often during the summer or winter month? No, nope. I do it every spring. time I water every, every single all year time. Round. But a normal person shouldn't do that. I have new growth on my plants 24-7-365 where a normal household condition does not have copious humidifiers, grow lights, and perfect rainforest conditions in their yeah, space at all have, times. I don't have any humidifiers on in my room. Except for the one that's sitting in the grow tent, which probably doesn't even need, need one if I really keep it closed all the time and it like keeps the humidity in. My grow tent's at 99% humidity at all times. Oh my God. Like the gallon of water in the humidifier, I don't know how it doesn't get moldy because like my other humidifiers get moldy as hell all the time. Mm-hmm. But that one like it spits out like, poof, here's the water for the day. And it's just, that's it. I can't handle it. I don't. I, I actually didn't use a humidifier for a really, really long time because I didn't want to clean it. I was like, I know this thing is grimy and disgusting. That one that me and Sam both have, I just deep clean that one. Mm-hmm. Nightmare, nightmare situation. <laughs> I didn't know that little top pot, top part mm-hmm. came off. So like, I cleaned it, but never that. And I was like, <laughs> does it smell bad or just it, look bad? It. I'm sure it smelled bad, but I wasn't trying to sniff it. <laughs> Why not? I don't have an a ox what's a what's nose? Olfactory? I don't have an olfactory uh fixation. I have a tactile fixation. So I, of course mm. I rub my little fingers in the slimy <laughs> grimy grime. Well, you did recently just get your nose fixed up and uh, did you I don't know if you told everyone about this. Oh yeah, I got nose surgery. Not a nose job. I got a nose job. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I got a uh, sept septoplasty where they just fix your septum and then they Fuse these little sacks of fluid to the sides of your nose so you can breathe better. Ew. I thought I wouldn't have a nasally Wisconsin accent anymore, but unfortunately that was not the case. <laughs> it's here to stay. <laughs> um, yeah, was it the day or day after you got it done and you were like, I can smell everything and I want to die? The second those splints were out, like I got into my car and I was like, this is what my car smells like? Gross. But you probably don't smell anymore now. Well, not that my car smells gross, but... You're just like, what the it just, hell? I didn't think my car smelled like that. Everything smells bad. Now I'm self-conscious. I'm like, shit, now I got really got to make sure I shower before hanging out. I don't smell in. people, though. I actually, that Well, except too. for at the gym. When they're, like, working out, like, rank, f- actively sweating from, like, working out, that I could smell. But when people walk past me and, like, they're, um, I don't know, the wind, like, goes near me. I hold my breath because, like, you know that their their scent is about to, like, assault <laughs> you. And I don't need that, so. But it's it's really fun smelling cuttings when I. Oh my make god! A right. 
<laughs> now you understand what I mean. Yeah. Like I it's, understood because I could, some of them I could smell. smell. They're pretty strong. Yeah. But now, but now it's like, like, oh my God, I can make a perfume out of this. Literally. Well, sometimes I'll, um, dab it on your wrist. I'll cut a plant and I won't even have to like bring it to my like nose to smell it. I can smell it in the room that I've cut mm-hmm. this plant. Or even if I like peel the sheath off something, I can smell that what spiciness that's all i can describe it as it just kind of smells like a bell pepper or celery or something like greenery depends on the plant i had recently smelled my glad hands i don't know if you, you've chopped your glad hands up oh yeah that's that a, one smells damn good <laughs> he's a smelly boy anyways enough about smells um a lot of people ask me like okay nicole do i propagate during winter or not i don't know i mean i know you on unpopular opinion we propagate all, all year round, yeah, it never ends. It should probably stop. end, but <laughs> we don't, we don't have issues throughout winter. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, we have grow lights and heat mats and humidifiers. Like we're trying to trick our plants into thinking it's not winter. And I think a lot of people have not as easily propagate. Like you know, I feel like most common house plants really aren't that easy to propagate. Mm-hmm. Where like we have like aeroids, which are they're meant to be propagated. They're just so easy. They're, they beg for it. New arrow root comes out and I'm like, mm, I, I see that little fuzz with that little yellow tip. I'm like, <laughs> no, literally we were just at Sam's house. Um, <laughs> and I, we were about to leave and Brandon just goes snip right off of Sam's plant. And he's like, I'm taking this home. And I was like, what the hell? The confidence to go and chop your friend's plant for yourself. <laughs> uh, sorry, Sam. I couldn't have stopped him even if I tried. You're, the look of shock in your face. Like, I don't think Sam was that shocked, but <laughs> yeah. then she saw how you sh- how shocked you were, and she was like, oh my God, I should be shocked too. Yeah. I really, I really uh, pushed that reaction out of her. I'm like, <laughs> uh, and then he was like, well, I might as well chop it one more time. And he went, snip, snip. <laughs> I'm like, oh, good Lord. But yeah, so I think like as long as your, your plant's growing, chop it. Yeah. A lot of people be like, Nicole, how do I propagate a bird of paradise? <laughs> You don't? <laughs> they, like, make little babies sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's, like, not really a plant I think about propagating. Like, you can separate them, I guess, yeah, but, but it's not it, really a cut-and-prop type of plant. Yeah, no. Like, oh, just chop a leaf off. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> no. I mean, you could chop a leaf off and put it in water, and it would hang out there for a while, but it's not going to grow anything. Sorry. Oh, so you just pointed out mine has a new leaf coming, and it's going to be five feet tall now. Oh, my God, each yeah. Foot, each leaf adds a foot. You know what I realized? That there's a difference between the traveler's palm and the bird of paradise. What's a traveler's palm? Google it right now. Seems hard. You buy the... I'll look it up on my (laughs) phone and I'll show you. Because I think some people have a traveler's palm and not a bird of paradise. So let me show you this. I have an orange bird of paradise. I specifically wanted that one because I like the flower better. But then I realized it's harder to flower than the white one. So I don't think it'll ever flower. My dad has a white one at his house um, in Florida. And he sent me a picture of it, and I was like, that thing looks pitiful. The white flowers are not as cute as the orange ones. I love the orange ones. Yeah, the white ones are not not very good looking. So if I look up Traveler's Palm, it looks very much like Bird of Paradise, but it's the ones that when you oh. see them growing like that. But when they're immature, let me try and find a picture. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, they're like kind of skinnier. Oh, but they have like a wider base. I don't know. Yeah, I think that they do like... Yeah, they get a little bit wider down there. And I don't think they, I don't know, get as tall as fast. I don't freaking know. It seems like the leaves really stay upright. They don't mm-hmm. flop down like the bird of paradise does. I don't know. My leaves are really floppy on mine. Loop. Yeah. Like they get big enough and then they're just like, uh, I give up. 
But yeah, if you guys are listening and you're like, Traveler's Palm, what? Oh my God, this one's literally like, they edited this color to look different. So are those mostly landscaping, I'm assuming? Like, yeah. Those, like what, that wouldn't you, be something yeah. you'd have in your house? Like you probably see a ton of them in Florida thinking they're bird of paradises, but they technically are not. But it's like, that looks like a little bird of paradise, but it's this yeah. Traveler's Palm. So whatever. A little confusing, but we're in Minnesota, so we don't really know shit about that. Sorry. <laughs> There's also banana trees. That's different. They all look the same. Whatever. Moving right along. What do we got going on? We've so, got... Uh... Propagating. <laughs> Just do it. Whenever you feel like it. I don't care. Yeah, I chop all the time. Yeah. Honestly, there's I chop too much. I need to slow it down sometimes. You are very chop happy. Like, I don't think I'll ever have a big plant because I don't... I mean, you I have a big Monstera. Well, yeah, but that's... See, I don't, I, would, I don't know what I'd do with a Monstera cutting. Like, people yeah. are like, I want to propagate my Monstera. I'm like, no, I oh, don't want this it's giant. it's going to take over your house. I don't want this giant leaf in a giant you remember When I cut my whole Monstera up, I had 18 of them. Yeah. No, don't do it. And honestly, I know a lot of people like to buy that, um, like, starter Monstera that has, like, a bunch in it. But that thing is going to get out of hand real damn fast before the leaves even get super big. That one's got, like, five of them in there. Yeah. It's it gets gangly, and I had to chop mine up, and I, I literally just let let the stump die. Like I cut the whole thing back, <laughs> and I didn't do anything with the bottom of it. Well, I think because my cat kept peeing in it, and I was like, mm. I better cut this plant up before it gets real mad at me. So I just let it let it go. My friend Lauren had a foster dog uh, poop in her monstera, and by poop I mean spray. <gasps> diarrhea oh my god ew i bet it smelled so bad she's like what do i do i'm like i don't know i guess rinse it out i don't i don't really know what to tell you it's i mean it's probably good for the plant but Uh, yeah my cat peed enough in my diffenbachia for it to be like yeah urine that's a different story plants do not like urine they don't want that no Uh, do you see that some people um pee in their plants on facebook they'll be like oh my god i have this urinal plant thing i got it as a gift isn't it so funny don't pee in your plants i can refer you to a therapist if you have those thoughts (laughs) honestly period blood go for it but i draw the line at urine (laughs) if you want to be one with your plant and you have a period and you want to put blood in there i think that's awesome The, the blood of the earth into the earth yeah do it but don't pee in your plant don't poop in your plant just none of that. You can poop in your compost box, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Brandon's right? It's like if you really want to put it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, not necessary. Oh my gosh. Okay, so other tips that I feel like I like to give people is it's a good time to dust your plants if you haven't already. Because the winter is crusty and there's not much airflow. Oh yeah, it is crusty. Like I just said la- in uh, last the podcast that will be airing in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> I just took one hand on my leaf and swiped it and I was like, oh my God, my hand is full of dust. Because ew, these leaves, like the, especially leaves that are pretty big or leaves that like kind of lay flat, you know, like a surface, like a Mm -hmm. shelf, they're going to collect all that dust. And it's clogging those leaves. They're going to clog their pores. So you want to be able to photosynthesize properly, wipe those leaves down. And if you want to be extra, extra, you can clean your windows because they get kind of icky. Oh, yeah. Clean your windows. That's a big thing. Mm -hmm. You want that light to come in, especially if you don't have much coming in at all, like... We want all the light we can get, so clean those damn windows. I love cleaning the windows. Clean the outside of the windows, too. Yeah, outside, inside. It's not my favorite. I haven't done it at my place yet, but I probably will right before spring comes. 
because especially uh, my cat likes to try and like fight the birds through the window or like the squirrel or something. So she like starts to try and climb up the window. So I'm sure there's little paw prints all over the window. (laughs) I can't handle it, especially from her breaking my blinds in half. Oh, yeah. I can't. I need to get curtains because I can't even like have privacy in my house anymore because she's broken all my blinds. Yeah, just, just none there. Uncomfortable, and oh. I feel like my house is like right there on the street. Like people can see right into my house. Also, pro tip: if you get blinds cut at like Home Depot, it is way cheaper than if you have like a cleaning fee. Because I've had to pay fifty dollars a blind for them not to be cleaned. When you can go buy a brand new blind for twenty bucks, put it up. Wow! There you go, everyone. Tips from Handy Brandy. <laughs> Okay, so another unpopular opinion, maybe I'm just like being bitter, but I kind of hate houseplant shopping at a lot of the nurseries and greenhouses throughout spring and summer because they're full of outdoor plants. Mm -hmm. They're full of stupid perennials and annuals, whatever the heck. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) I mean, I do, but I don't think about it. Uh, Flowering plants, veggies, all that crap. I don't need it. Where are the houseplants? They yeah. get shoved to the back of the store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not a priority. They're not shipping stuff in. Um, I mean, it's obviously different for each greenhouse, but that's just what I've noticed. When it starts getting warmer out, the shopping sucks. Oh, yeah. We should probably go back to my hometown area and check out Waters Farm, Water Farms before they get to their flowers. Because basically he's like, the flowers just pay for the houseplants. He's like, the God. only reason I have them is so I can have enough money to do these house plans. Oh, my gosh. Wow. We need to do a whole road trip because I really want to go back to down to earth, even though I don't really want to give them my, mom, my money because they're, like, Jesus-y. Jesus, take the wheel. I'm really, okay, I'm really curious why they deleted that Instagram post. I don't know why I'm bringing it up here on the podcast, but. I don't know. I didn't even know it posted until you told me. Yeah, this, like, Jesus-y um, greenhouse outside of the city, literally in the next state over. They had posted like, oh my God, we're praying for Ukraine, la la la. Like, like they always do for every social issue. We're, pr- <laughs> we're praying. I don't know, maybe they got flamed in the comments. Like, okay, thanks for your prayers over and over again. They're not doing much, whatever. But the post is not up anymore. And I'm pretty sure it was from like yesterday or the day before. Very bizarre. I don't know why I noticed those things. I'm like, oh, why'd you do that? See, I just like mindlessly scroll. I feel like you mindlessly scroll, but you like actually process it where i'm like whatever well, whatever and then i, I like think, scroll back i'm like skirt i think because i thought exactly that i was like oh great another like we're praying for you post and then i think you said something about how they're getting like or they're having another sale no they're having a restock mm-hmm. big restock and i was gonna go see if they had any like previews no but then i didn't see the post that i just <laughs> saw and i was like um hello so i don't know there's little <laughs> things that like get stored in the back of my head and then i'm like wait a second wait a damn minute <laughs> Just very interesting. Oh, that's all I think. But do you think that it is riskier or safer to ship plants in the middle of summer? I think for us it's definitely safer because I think it's less of a chance of a box sitting in the sun on yeah. your porch to totally toast your plants than it is for it to be in the winter. Yeah, because also we still have like cool nights during the summer kind of. So if it's sitting on a truck overnight, it shouldn't be that unhappy. I don't know. That's what I like to think. But apparently some places down in Florida have to add cold packs to some plants because of how hot it gets and how humid and risky it is. Because I will say my imports, they always come like wet, wet and saggy. Yeah, I guess that's kind of scary. Maybe you should do an import like in spring, like before it gets super, super warm. I don't know. It's been a while. When's the last time you did an import? 
Uh, end of summer. End of summer. It was my regal and Warokwianum. I found another um, recommendation. Someone was like, oh my God, if you guys haven't tried this place out, you should try it. It wasn't Equa. I should, I think I saved the post. I want to figure out what it is. Cause I was like, oh, that looks nice. Plants look cool. Good prices, whatever. I just get too scared. Cause I know how shipping gets. And last time I had, um, something sent over through internationally, whatever an import, it like sat in Chicago for like a week. I'm like, what the hell? Can I have this? Came dead. Yeah. They all came dead, completely dead and smelly. So I'm a little traumatized. That I think the brand tried to message me again. They're like, hello, we can send the plants again. No. I, I wonder if they noticed that I posted the unboxing. <laughs> Do you remember? Like, I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to post this. Because it was a crappy unboxing. They were all dead. But it made for a good video. So I was like, oh, I might put this in my back pocket for a little bit. Eventually, <laughs> I did end up posting it. I didn't say who the company was because um, I didn't want to flame You're very them. respectful. <laughs> well, mean, honestly, if someone were to message me and ask me, I would have told them. But... <laughs> Because, I mean, technically it really wasn't their fault, was it? I'm assuming it was customs. I don't... Um, this is the thing. And... Mm, or not customs. I had to pay something. It got stuck in Chicago because it was like, hey, you have to pay taxes on this. You have to pay taxes on this. Oh. So I had to pay. It wasn't that much. It was like 25 bucks. But I was like, this is supposed to be a free unboxing. And I had to pay. And I didn't really think too much of it. And that's why they sat there for so long. So I was just like, I'm not going to pay for this. <laughs> I'm not paying for plants you sent me for free for an unboxing. Sorry. <laughs> Even if it's $25. Uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the plants were also plants that I definitely could have gotten here very easily. So there's just some plants that people import. And I'm like, why? Yeah. For how much you paid for that to come here, you could have got, and now you have to rehab it. You could have gotten one locally. Mm. Like, and it's, it's, it is much cheaper if you do like five, a lot of them. Like if you do like five to $600. You yeah, know, but I you get a lot. For I don't like to. I don't like to rip that band aid. I'm cheap AF. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cheap bitch, so I'm like, oh my god, that's a lot. A lot of people will be in my DMs like, hey, I'm a wholesaler from whatever. Do you want to buy my plants? And they're like copied and pasted. They all sound the same. And I'm also like, there's only one person that actually preemptively sent me their price list, and I was looking at some of these prices, and I'm like, okay, to get that deal on that plant, which wasn't even that good of a deal, you want me to buy 30 of them? Mm-hmm. Where What am I going to do with 30 varicosums? <laughs> what? Like, I'm not a plant shop. I don't know why they message me. I guess, I don't know if they're just not checking and they don't care. I'm not, I'm not selling plants. I'm not a plant shop. I'm not interested in wholesaling plants. I'm going to be the wholesaler. I want to grow plants. <laughs> Stop hitting me up. <laughs> But for really, though, I want to grow plants. But I don't think it's going to be something that makes me a lot of money because I want to sell them for, like, kind of cheap. You know what I mean? And small batch, wholesale, that's not a lot of money. Artisanally grown. Is that what it is? (laughs) (laughs) Small batches of aeroids and others. So I guess I grow a couple other things that are aeroids. I need to start propagating my pings. Yeah. You need to show me how to separate that one. But I I don't have ping soil, so I'm afraid to separate it without enough soil. Do you have any lava rock? Yeah, I've just got lots of lava rock hanging around. Well, sorry. <laughs> the I volcano's bag- right outside. <laughs> I have a bag of lava rock. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know that was such a special thing to have. So people add lava rock to their shit. But you can grow pings on lava rock and in distilled water. You don't need soil. A lot of people just grow them on the big rocks. 
I wish I was that cool. Mine dries out immediately because I don't have it in a tray. <laughs> I have it in a tray that's also like absorbent. So the tray also mm. absorbs the water away from it. And I'm like, I need to have it in like a dish that it's just. That's why mine's just in what a, a drip tray. Mine's just in a drip tray. Mine's not. Also, you have very, my, mine are like dormant right now because um, pings go through a like winter dormant. Uh, dormancy and yours clearly did not because you had them on highlight and watering them all the time. <laughs> I cut back a little bit, so mine are still like literally the tiny one I gave you. Mine's still tiny, like it's still putting out. Oh my god, it's and still it's put out a bunch of leaves. Yeah, Nicole but, gave me one about the size of a dime, and I would say it's now the size of a baseball. Yeah, it's huge, and I'm like, uh, mine's literally still the same size because it's winter. But it doesn't keep leaves like the first one you gave me. Like every leaf it puts out, it keeps. So now it's like turning into this mound. Damn, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of mine, like like the original one I had, that's my oldest one, like it's huge, but all the leaves are really tiny, and there's like five of them together now, like five ones that I could separate, but it's dormant right now, so she's just hanging out. So, okay, so like my Sarancinia. What is that? My American pitcher plant. Oh, I, Remember I got a Tonkadale? I thought those were Nepenthes. No, they're Saracenias. Then what are Nepenthes? Nepenthes hang from leaves. Saracenias are the... Like, the pictures just come up from the ground. Okay. And my, those have to have a dormancy period, mm-hmm. or else they will eventually die. Mm. Are pings like that? Am I killing I my know. pings? I'm not an expert. If any of you are ping spurts. Yeah, if you guys are butterwort ping experts, do they have to be dormant? Let me know. Or not. DM us. Because the Saracenia, they grow, like, here in Minnesota, mm. so they have to go dormant in the winter because they're obviously... I think that we have... What do we have growing? I feel like we have pings here. I think we have... Um, Dracera and pings that grow around here somewhere. I don't know where to find them, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we have some growing like somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm not good at foraging like at all. I don't know where to go. Oh my God. What? We should have, what's her name? The forager girl. We should she doesn't if, want to come on. She commented on one of my videos once. What? Maybe she does. <laughs> <laughs> her name's like Nicolette, Nica. Alexis Nicole. Nicole, there we go. I was literally mixing up Alexis and Nicole. <laughs> I love her. That would be awesome. I'll reach out. I'm kidding. We don't. She doesn't follow me, so I can't reach out. What about on Instagram? She got Instagram. How many followers does she have? Oh, only almost only a almost million. a million. <laughs> <laughs> See, she that's a, that's th- a guess we'd have to pay for. <laughs> she has three million on TikTok. Jesus. Yeah, if you guys aren't following Alexis Nicole, Nicole with a K. Um, amazing vegan forager. She's vegan, right? Yeah. I'm sure she forages all her food. Mm-hmm. And so joyful, so knowledgeable, like a joy. Love her. That'd be a good one. But Someday. Like, what are we going to talk about? I don't forage. I guess like it's still plant related. We learn, but... Well, we just learn about foraging. What okay. plants can you forage for? I wonder she. Where does she live? I kind of. I don't know where anyone is. I want to say like Washington, maybe, because it looks very summery where she is. Maybe she's down south somewhere. I don't know. Anyways, um, I know it, it is up on the up the PWC, Pacific Northwest PNW. Yeah, because she gathers <laughs> like stuff from the ocean that are like PwC. only up there. What is Price P- Waterhouse Cooper, <laughs> the accounting <laughs> firm. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm bad at remembering where anybody is. Like, horrible. Like, well, I'm hard to, it's hard to remember people's names, and then i got to remember where they live. You're better, you're better at both of them than I am. Sometimes I want to just, uh, I want a plant person map so that we can, like, click on 
you know, each state and see people. I don't know. Maybe we need a guest map. That'd be cute. And have little people's, like, tiny little faces on it. You can do that on Google Maps, like, create a custom pinned map. Mm, That'd be fun. We'll think about it. A project for months and months and months from now when we remember it. Yeah, we love thinking about things that are going to take hard work. (laughs) We're big planners. The execution is, ow, I almost just broke my finger. The execution is what's really hard. Yeah. The timely execution, even harder. Mm. If you guys are organized, um, let us know how you do it. If you're neurodivergent, if you're you're neurotypical, I don't want your tips. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Like, I appreciate you, but it's just going to be get a planner. And I don't know what you mean by that. Well, my planner works for me now only because of my job, because I check it every day. Yeah, but all of a sudden you're but, like, shit, it's but the you would, Have you, you made would, your schedule yet? No. I'm, I don't know where, I don't know where I'm working tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's March now. You have to make your schedule. Um, yeah, we're like, you would never open. Like, what are you going to do? Wake up and look at a planner? No. Of course I, you're not. I look at Google Calendar. You are some, good at the Googs. And I even put mine Googs. on my home screen and I'm still not good at it. Um... But the thing is, there's some stuff that I need to put in there, but it has to send me a notification that it's, like, happening. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some things that I'm good at checking ahead of time, but then some stuff I actually have to have, like, I don't know, telling me that it's going on. I need to get better about that. Also, look, I'm already putting people's, like, um, vacations in my calendar because people want me to plant sit for them a oh, little bit. Oh, fun. So if you're local and you need someone to water your plants while you're on vacation, I'm not going anywhere, so let me know. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty chill. I don't mind watering people's plants. It's fun. And usually if you're gone for like only a week, I usually I usually like to go one time. It's not that much, you know? Yeah. It's pretty chill. It's not scary. <laughs> well, should we wrap this up, Brandon? We're yes, doing a little bit of a short episode because we're on a should. time crunch. But we did it. Yeah. Hooray. Look at us showing up. Bing bong. <laughs> Showing up. What does a scary one sound like again? <laughs> oh my God. We need a better scary one. We need the um, ding, 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 ding. You know that one that's like the, sounds like the shrieking? I have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's literally like a violin, like ring, ring, ring. It's really scary. People know what I'm talking about. From an actual scary movie. Sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. Brandon's like, I don't watch scary movies, so I don't know what you're talking about. I do watch scary movies, just not very often. Well, I don't want to like, I could have done it more accurately, but then headphone users would have been like, girl, you need to shut up. <laughs> people are already clicking off. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, Brandon. Where can <sighs> people find you on the socials? Well, first they can find us on Where Are We Growing yeah. on Instagram Go and whereawegrowing.buzzsprout.com. And in case you want to switch up your... You wait. listening routine. Maybe you want to listen on Stitcher, Stitcher, or Alexa Tune In, or I don't know. There's one that has a bird on it, I think. <laughs> but anyway, that is our website. You can find all of our episodes there. Um, but definitely check us out on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star review, and we will read it on the air. Mm-hmm. We currently don't have any ones that aren't already read in episodes that we have pre-recorded that won't be coming out yet so please give us some new reviews to read we would love to get to 100 or at 56 brandon's making big goals yeah we got to get to 100 i don't know what reviews do or mean so basically it's kind of like it just you your podcast shows up more okay yeah cool more people will randomly find us and a lot of the ones who are like in the top 10 of our categories have like 
close to 700. I so can't we've, imagine. we've got some catching up to do. I can't imagine people happening upon us through our podcast. So please, please, please <laughs> give us a five-star review. And you can even do it on Spotify, too. Mm-hmm. I've done it on both. Nicole, have you done it on both? I don't know how, so no. <laughs> okay, well, we will be doing that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> No, remember, I literally told you when my phone was being stupid, every time I opened up Apple Podcasts, it would shut down. Oh. My phone would literally turn well, off. Well, now you've got a new phone, so maybe it'll work Yeah, now. they literally had to replace the whole thing except for the screen. So that was cool. So we'll, we'll do that. But anyway, please give us a five-star review. It's easier on Spotify, but then we can't read it because all you do is rate us, so... It is what it is. We want to read funny like, things. Yeah, we like your words. The last, the one that comes out on the episode with Rose that's coming out, that one was adorable. Love it. We appreciate it. All right. What is your, uh, there is a cat trying to get to the <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? Clearly we need to take a break. So our producer tell, is pounding yeah, at the door telling us, us to so, stop. Yeah, anyway, tell, tell us your socials before I lose my mind. Okay. You can find me on uh, the TikTok, the Instagram and the YouTube at Brandon Botanical. You can find my website, monsteraplant.co, which is also its Instagram handle. Um, you can shop my plants. You can shop my soil, shop my plenty care spray, uh, all sorts of other things. All that stuff. And where can they find you? On Instagram and TikTok at Nicole Larson Grows. Yay. I don't think I have anything else. I forget everything that I do. But hit me up if you need some plant care, uh, some plant watering, babysitting, anything. Meditating. Plant meditate. If you need your plants bullied. (laughs) (laughs) Plant pep talks. (laughs) Plant coaching. It's like life therapy, but for plants. We'll whip those plants into shape. Anyway, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Thank you so much for tuning in and give us a five-star review. Bye. Bye.